0: welcome to what's working in washington i'm jonathan aberman today dc attorneys getting things done
1: sometimes people don't even realize that the problem that they have is a legal problem so they don't even know to go to an attorney so they know that they're having a problem at the job Um, they know that their landlord um, won't change the carpeting in their apartment that's infested with feces but they don't recognize that as something where an attorney can be an advocate for them
0: It's been said there are more lawyers per capita in the greater Washington region than any place in the country. What is not as often discussed is how much good lawyers do in this region. Kira Jarrett is executive director of the District of Columbia Bar Foundation. She's joining us to talk about the various ways that lawyers in the D.C. bar are making a positive difference great to have you.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Well, let's start with, uh, for many of us who don't know, what is the District Columbia Bar Foundation?
1: D.C. Bar Foundation is a 40-year-old nonprofit organization, and our goal is to fund, support, and improve the legal aid network within the District of Columbia. And so we do that in several different ways. Funding is probably what we're most well-known for. Um, we have a grants program where we support most of the legal aid organizations in the city, and last year, we gave out over $6 million. Since our beginning 40 years ago, we, we've given out more than $50 million. Um, but we also do some other things. We have a loan repayment assistance program for legal aid attorneys, and we help them pay off their educational debt so they can afford to do the work that they want to do and that the employers can keep them and retain them. And then we also offer training and technical assistance to the legal aid organizations.
0: Now, I've had people say to me, why do you need to have legal aid because lawyers will do anything for contingency? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me personally, but what is legal aid for? Why is it necessary in our society?
1: Well, what a lot of people don't understand is that you are guaranteed an attorney in a criminal case, but in a civil case, you're not. So if you are at risk of losing your home or your child is not receiving uh, the education that they should, or you're being harassed at the job, if you want to pursue a suit or if you are sued by your landlord, for example... You're not guaranteed an attorney, even though you may lose your home. So we need legal aid because we need people who can't afford to level the playing field. We need them to be able to have access to an attorney so that we can level the playing field and they have a fair shot.
0: So when you say guaranteed in a criminal proceeding, that's actually, that's a state federally mandated thing. You, you're entitled to a defense and yes. a lawyer will be provided to you. We see that in law and order, I guess. Exactly. You know, they get that for free and people do that for free pro bono. But what you're saying, I think, is that there are many situations where lawyers won't take a case on a contingency because to be blunt there's not enough money for them but yet people still need legal representation
1: i guess it's one way of looking at it i think part of it is sometimes people don't even realize that the problem that they have is a legal problem so they don't even know to go to an attorney so they know that they're having a problem at the job Um, they know that their landlord um, won't change the carpeting in their apartment that's infested with feces but they don't recognize that as something where a, an attorney can be an advocate for them. And so there have been studies that have been done that show this. And so part of it is people just don't know that they need an attorney to help them. And then there's sometimes a fear of an attorney. They don't realize that an attorney is not just the bad guy. The attorney is someone who can help you, who can be that partner, that ally for you.
0: So what kind of lawyer takes on these kind of clients and, and what type of, uh, lawyers supports this type of activity it runs against the stereotype i think a lot of people have of attorneys
1: it does and so you know we would like to kind of highlight some of those partners that we've got who are doing this amazing work so the kind of person who takes us on is somebody who is committed to the public interest they're very mission focused Um, they want to do good maybe they've had a personal experience and they've seen what a difference an attorney can make and so there's all kinds of reasons that people do this work i did this work much earlier in my career but i did this work and it's very satisfying but it's also not very financially rewarding which is why the loan repayment assistance program that i mentioned is so important so if you want to do this work but there's um, a financial barrier for you we offer up to twelve thousand dollars a year in an interest-free loan that's forgivable at the end of that year as long as you maintain certain conditions which most people do so that's you know your typical person is someone who's mission-driven wants to do it, and sometimes needs some financial support doing it. And then the typical person who supports the foundation, again, just kind of runs the range. So we have supporters who are individuals. We have supporters who are corporations. We have supporters who are firms. A lot of the law firms in the city are very supportive. And in, in a kind of indirect way, we also have a number of banks who support our effort.
0: Tell me a little bit about the banks, because I think you've got some programs you're trying to do right now with the bank union to really make a difference.
1: So we are the administrator of something called IOLTA, which stands for Interest on Lawyers Trust Accounts. And as the administrator, we're responsible for um, ensuring that the banks who participate in the program are offering a comparable rate on their IOLTA accounts, which means that if they're offering um, like a 0.35% interest rate on a similar type of account, they have to offer the same thing for their IOLTA account. And what happens is the interest on all of these accounts gets pooled and they come to the foundation for us to give out into the community in legal aid. And so there's an IOLTA program across the country in every jurisdiction. We just happen to be the administrator here um, in the district. And the money that's in that account, um, an example would be an attorney takes a retainer um, of a small amount, let's say $5,000, and they hold, they've not earned that money, so they can't put the money in their operating account and it doesn't belong to the client. So it's held in this trust account. And then the attorney draws down from that over the course of the relationship. And while that money is sitting in that account, the interest that's generated is what goes to legal aid. So it doesn't go to the client and it doesn't go to the attorney.
0: So this will sound to me to be an opportunity for our larger banks in town to really make a positive difference in our local community by having these kind of accounts.
1: Absolutely. So it's a win-win. So it's a a win for the community because there's more money. The The higher the interest rate and the larger the deposits within those accounts, which, of course, the bank can't control. But the higher the interest rate, the more money is generated for legal aid. And then the bank also wins because they can get credit under the Community Reinvestment Act for their participation within that program.
0: So so much of what you do on a daily basis runs counter to some of the, the stereotypes people have about D.C., very corporate town. Uh, very much interested in the big guy, uh, lawyers being very commercial, but yet it appears to me that this is not what you're experiencing. How do you push against stereotypes to advance um, a social activity like what you're doing with the DC Bar Foundation?
1: We really try to connect people with what um, the work itself. So we're trying to put a face on where this money is going. So it's not just about um, give us. $5,000, $10,000 so we can raise more money than we did last year. It's about, we want to be able to help Rosa, who ex- who experienced this, or we want to help this legal aid organization um, that once we help them, we know that they're better positioned for other funding because of our requirements and our, I want to use the word oversight, because sometimes that's such a negative word. But the way that we partner with our grantees better positions them to go after other pots of money.
0: So what's the most delightful thing that's happened to you in the last six months doing this job?
1: Well, we did a video yesterday. We give out something called the Scout Prize, which recognizes um, a legal aid attorney who has dedicated their career to that kind of work. They've provided direct hands-on service to the community. And so we recognize them. The local law firm, uh, Scout Rosenberger, created the endowment in 1992. And we've given out this award every single year since 1993. The first scout recipient was one of our video people yesterday. And then we also had people who received the loan repayment assistance. Um, so they were there to talk about their work and what LRAP means to them and why it's important. And then we also had um, not someone who receives LRAP, but another legal aid attorney.
0: Here, Jarrett, Executive Director of District of Columbia Bar Foundation. Great work you're doing, and thank you for taking the time. Thank you, Jonathan. And that was another episode of What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman and my producer, Tracy Madigan. We both remind you that what matters is how you think we're doing. So don't forget to direct message us at, at What's Working DC if you've got a story idea. And do tell your friends to subscribe to this show on iTunes or Podcast One. And you know what? If you can take the time to rate our show, it'll help spread the word that this show is hitting an important chord for the entrepreneur and business community here and what you and I agree is one of the most interesting places to be an entrepreneur in the entire world. So we'll see you next time. Goodbye.